How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I am with Phil Kennedy. He is the artist of the Center of the Door album that I have in my hand right here. And uh, Phil, thank you for coming by and just wanted to ask you a little bit about your album. And does this tell me a little bit of information, which you, uh, how, what led you to make this album? Thank you, brother Isaac. I am a songwriter, mostly. And firstly, I'm a preacher of the gospel. So the Lord has always blessed me, it seems, with a song, with a sermon, with a sermon, for the song. And that seems to be how it started when I first started preaching. So, you know, before you know it, you've written way more songs than you have sermons. And I just like to get a little group of them together now. And then it's the songs I've been singing as I travel to Mexico and this place and that and preach uh, Oklahoma or wherever else the Lord takes me. And um, I sing those songs. So I put a little CD together. Hey, look, I'm going to be honest. It's a great album. Look, even Thank my you. friend Scott Ford, I, I sent him uh a digital copy of it and he loved it he said he, he loved the album he loved the way you sing and uh it's a thank real big blessing it's a good blessing for us man thank you thank you so much and um i know that it's available in the digital world it's available with me physically if you just uh message me or try to friend me on evangelist phil kennedy uh facebook and uh the other information i'm sure you can you can give them right well we know for sure it's on apple music and it's on spotify where you can find the cajun conservative and brothers just search and go ahead and look it up after you listen to our podcast go listen to a little bit of phil kennedy's album center of the door you'll be blessed i promise you Hi everyone my name is anthony james hayes you probably know me from best from brothers the searching and i'm so honored today that you meet me here i want to talk about a little bit about my book the first one I wrote was Journey of the Christians, From Dead Works to Living Faith, my very first book. It's about the story about me, pretty much going through things and how I overcome by the Word of God. And here is The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and Evil Stone. That's my second best book so far. And I want to take a little time to tell you about my second book mostly. The first one is about some children. They go to like an adventure. They go to see a new kingdom. The future, I guess you can say of God and Heisen restore the kingdom to Garden of Eden conditions and they fight good and evil and light and darkness so I encourage you to actually get these books they're available on Amazon or Barnes and Noble and then my second story Liberty Man a man who fights for freedom and he takes off the chains of tyranny of the kings of tyranny off of him so he finally gets free and I hope you find out his journey and how he got free and so on and then my third book, The Evil Stone, a man who actually turned to the devil, or he sold his soul to the devil for a powerful magic stone, and he had the promise of ruling the world. So I hope you enjoy these books. They're available, and they're family-friendly, and they're something you can learn with the Word of God. They're parables that you can teach your children and your grandchildren about. So I encourage you today to go to these places, and I hope you bless, and then you enjoy these books. Thank you. Cheers and good on you. Why aren't you listening to Brothers Just Searching? Why? You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. 
Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Brothers Just Searching, where we talk about God's Word and current world events to educate and to edify believers of Jesus Christ. I'm Isaac Hayes, along with Aubrey Box, Anthony hey. Hayes, and Bowen Roban. I just noticed some. I did it in alphabetical order. Oh, wow. Oh. You're actually getting better. So good. I'm starting to be professional. Oh. Uh, like I said, I'm starting to be professional. Yeah, it just now. <laughs> no, you were out of line. Me comes after Aubrey. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Right. True. true. So true, I was true, not, true. I was, I was 98.9% correct. That's, so. right. That's right. No one's good. perfect. No, not one. No. I, oh, I'm no. so glad to be to be with y'all tonight. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Bowen good is the only one perfect at this table. Oh, the, man of, the man of wisdom. Uh, who, uh, who came through the door? Who came through the door, Boogie? Can yeah, you watch that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think there another boss. Somebody's at the door. Your mic, Bo, your mic. Is there another Bowen in the door, here? man? <laughs> I'm sure not perfect. No, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Them innocent kids that love you and every day admires you at the school. Them little kids need Jesus, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they need to get born them again. Little, them little kids need Jesus just like I do. Trust me. Oh. He, he probably gets shocked. You never heard about this? You believe it ain't a rock? <laughs> <laughs> Have some sign. But I'm glad, I'm glad you got them cards because I'll be giving them out. Oh, yeah. So we got cards oh, yeah. now. I'm happy. Hey, you could drop some pieces of paper with scripture on it. Mm, no, I won't have to up. drop no pieces of paper with scripture. When I'm going to give them a card, they're going to know. <laughs> we'll be like, whoa, the fuse went up. There'll be like a little scientific. No, they're not right. No, no, no. <laughs> i tell you one thing, bro. I caught um, the other day. I was at church and um, we have a little guy that uh, is challenging the gospel. And um, I was hearing him and his brother talk and he was bringing up some weird stuff. And uh, I was just, I, I, you know, I think my two cents hurts me more than it helps me. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I, I don't know. But anyway, I, I jumped in the conversation. They were talking about God saying there was many gods and he was the supreme God what? and everything. And it, of course, you get that from Greek mythology and Norse mythology, where Zeus is the most all powerful, all knowing. But there's other little, there's gods. little gods under mm -hmm. him. And um, he was quoting uh, Psalms 82. <coughs> Excuse me. And he come on. He's uh, he was telling his uh, his his brother that and uh, I come on and say no that don't mean what you think it means it's not saying there's all another God God's saying that he's the only God and there's none other besides him I mean his face he's like uh mm -hmm. <laughs> so no. yeah you know no. well, what he was talking about he was talking about Jesus talking about the judges of Israel Cause Cause they, yeah. they claimed them so as I, they called judges back then not gods but they were I read that, I, as I, that. I, I, I thought yeah. about that it could have been that but I, I think mm -hmm. it was God just telling you know through the prophet listen mm -hmm. you're saying there's other gods he puts it he puts them gods underneath his feet because they're not real but but you see that's so. why people don't think about it if that scripture was telling everyone hey you can be gods or there's other little gods right beside god then why then in the old testament god says in the book of exodus thou shalt, thou shalt have no other gods beside me well you gotta look at so content um, you gotta and, yeah everybody was talking this about that sense. this week we all know the guy um and we were talking and he was saying that i brought out about, about the book we're talking about tonight in ephesians i heard um a great man of god say one time he said he thought it's the ephesians book was the second greatest writings of paul Mm -hmm. And I pulled back. I was like, ah, no, I, I would have to debate that. It got to be uh, Galatians. But you got to look at content, where you pull it from and whatnot. But mm -hmm. Ephesians is a good book. I think Galatians would be under two with Romans. But 
who am I to debate? You know, well, so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. In my in my perspective, I've looked at a lot of the books he wrote, and I think Romans is one of the best ones. Yes, well, I, think that, so. that, I think that, everyone that, around that, this table that, would say Romans. Romans describes salvation. It it tells a lot about the Christian walk. The Christian walk. It tells stuff. you what Jesus did for you. Mm -hmm. it, the it, blood. The blood. Well, and the, if you look at that, you look at that Galatians, the, I mean, Ephesians. They all reiterate. They all reiterate each other. That's they right. They all reiterate yeah. that. So either he wrote yeah. it first. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know which one he wrote first, but it's not the point. You know. It just. I think Romans is a is one of the best books. Yeah. You ever well, I, read, I don't disagree you know. with you. I think Romans is the greatest yeah, book. But I think and so. in my humble opinion, that Paul written. Uh, oh, no. what you think, man? What, what you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put in your ten cents see, if I you see. have it. Uh, wait, never mind. Thought, well, he give his thoughts. He saves his two cents for all the times right now. So that's what it is. <laughs> he saves it all to piggy bank if he can. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna burst all y'all bubbles. I don't like talking about which one's the best. I just want to know what's good and where we're going. That's a good. Mm, that, my, yeah. One of my friend that I actually said the same thing. He was like, "Yeah, you know, we shouldn't debate." I, like I said, it's well, a good conversation. I, I think everybody should have a favorite book mm -hmm. in the Bible. You know, I, I yeah. got one, and I, I like the book. I, I love the yeah. book of Romans. I, you you I mean, say I have a favorite books in the Bible, but I still don't put that just that one above. No, the no, other. no. I, I guess I, I, I guess level. I'm just reiterating what you said. Yeah. I I don't feel worth debating. It's yeah, it's not worth. I don't debating. debate nothing. No, I understand. He discusses. I understand. I, I discuss, <laughs> and I, 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 I just discuss it, and I get different opinions. Yeah. What I really like is that uh, all these epistles they're really similar. Yeah, they are. Well, a because lot of the them. Holy Spirit was God. Well, right. That's the same too. You, you can find the characteristics like uh, I was Ca a characteristics. Characteristics. Thank you. <laughs> Long weekend, guys. Long weekend. Um, but there are some people that said they thought maybe this was somebody that wrote it for Paul, but it clearly stays Paul, uh, Paul the apostle yeah. by the will of God yeah. to the saints. He he brings it out in there. So, um, well, it doesn't but, matter. But, but, see, but it doesn't why, matter. That, that's why right. I believe Paul wrote Hebrews. Mm -hmm. If you read the book of Hebrews. There's mm -hmm. a lot of similarities mm -hmm. in the first epistles before Hebrews. Uh, I even heard somebody say, well, I think Peter wrote it because there's similarities. We really don't know who wrote it. It could have been a joint task force. Peter and Paul well, wrote them. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit was God and whoever wrote it, the Holy Spirit was there to make sure it right. was done it right. It was done right. So, and so the, the Holy Spirit is the author anyway. So. so. Yeah. On that note, since we got that introduction out of mm -hmm. it, which means nothing to the conversation of the night. <laughs> well, it kind of does. I think it fits yeah. in. Uh, yeah, yeah I guess it kind of does. Uh, Brother Bowen, go ahead and start off this great topic tonight. We're going we're gonna to discuss the book of Ephesians. We're going to discuss the first chapter. I had two chapters in mind, but uh, we're going to try to get through this chapter. And I'm going to read the one, 3 to 14. I'm going to read this, and we're going to discuss it. Um, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He predestined us for adoption through himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glory, glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which is the... Uh, 
um, I, I don't know how you say that. Lavendish. 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 Oh, Aubrey, tell us what it is. Upon us in all wisdom. Lavish. 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 Well, I can't pronounce it. Okay. Upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mysteries of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him uh, in him things in heaven and things on earth in him we have obtained the inheritance having been predestined according to purpose of him who works all things according to the uh, 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 counsel of his will so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire, present, um, yeah, acquire possessions of it to the praises of his glory. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I, the first verse, uh, watch. I, I just want to read a couple of scriptures, and then we're going we're gonna to kind of discuss this. For we, are the, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Uh, let me see. Uh, but we ought to always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sacrifice, sanctification by the Spirit and belief and the truth. What verse in chapter that was? Uh, okay, it's Ephesians 2.10, and then it's uh, 2 Thessalonians 2.13. Okay. Um, I believe what, what I'm seeing here is it's describing the things that we have through Christ. You know, we, we, we have spiritual blessings through Christ. We can walk with Christ. Mm. Um, we were sealed with the Holy Spirit. We were sealed with the Spirit of God for the day of redemption, okay? We were born again. Because uh, all through this chapter, it, it talks about, you know, us having the inheritance of Christ, having the promises that Christ made to us, you know, by going to the cross and dying on Calvary's cross. And through his blood, we have redemption in him. But we are the sons of God because of what Jesus did at Calvary's cross. That's why we became sons. That's why we were uh, we were adopted, and we can call Father Abba, uh, How he says? Abba, Abba Father. Father. Abba Father. So, you know, through Jesus, and, and if you read this and, and you read it and you listen to what he's saying, through Jesus, we've inherited a lot, okay? We sit in heavenly places with Jesus through this. What he did at Calvary's cross, we sit in heavenly places. We are not of this world. We are of what Christ is coming back to get us for. We're going to be with him. We're going to walk in Christ. As long as we walk on this earth, we have all the blessings that come from Calvary's cross. 
all of that. Born again, the blood, the mercy, the grace, everything. All of that comes through Calvary's cross. It talks about redemption. Redemption is uh, people being born again, coming back to God. You know, the Bible says that we are separated from God because of our sins. We are an enemy to God. What separates us from God? Our sins. What did Christ do? Christ went to the cross to bring us back to the Father. That's why, that's why it's called the blessing. Now, I, got, I, got, I want to iterate on something because I heard a minister say this the other day. We was talking about this topic. And he said the sin don't, don't send you to hell. It's the heart of the man. Because we know that the heart of a person, um, would, because of sin, that's what changes that heart, though. You get what I'm saying? Um, if you don't have a heart after God, you're not you're not going to want to follow Him. Remember, Jesus said, "Right, if, yeah, I know if you, you are. I, if you are one of mine, you're going to keep my commandments." Right. And I, I remember telling a brother that one time, and they looked at me weird. I said, "Look, if you love Christ, you're going to stray away from sin, or you're not going to sin." And they looked at me, "What? What you mean?" But it's plain. It's plain in Scripture where I'm trying to remember where is that. It says that. Um, the old things, I think it's First Corinthians, I think uh, two fifteen, I believe. It says where we all were, um, he that be in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When you, as Bowen, you just said, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. We That's are, right. we are given new life. And I like how, how uh, Ephesians, uh, how Paul said it: "Blessed be the God of our Father, Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ." You, didn't see, you hear what he said? He didn't say with Christ. He said in Christ. In Christ. Because when we are saved. And look, Bo, and I know the ESV says spiritual blessings. I like how the King James says. It says right redemption. Here, it, says, it says redemption right. in Christ. Mm, we right. have been right. redeemed because, mm. because yeah. of God's but blessed hope. We have uh, been redeemed. Let me ask you a and, question. Does it all mean the same thing if you look at it, spiritual blessings and redemption? Well, if you're redeemed by Christ, you can be spiritually blessed. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. You think right. about it. All you right. think about yeah. it because yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you as a believer of Christ, if you put your full faith and your full trust in what Jesus Christ done for you at Calvary's cross. And, Boogie, you have some history of the Ephesians. Read the history of the uh, Ephesians. Yes. The, I want to mention one thing. The, the yeah, one of the reasons why he wrote this, or, this letter was, be, I guess today will be an article. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Say article. But Paul wrote this letter mm -hmm. was because the Ephesian church mm -hmm. were safe. They were filled with the spirit, mm -hmm. but they were lacking in the understanding mm -hmm. of their identity in, in Christ. Christ. And he was saying, look, you're, you're just not physically rich. You are spiritually rich. And it's basically doing this. And a lot of people, a lot of people do it because they want to stay off the grid. But it's like a rich person living in a two-bedroom home, one bathroom, and have holes in the floor. <laughs> Man, well, why you fix that up? I, gotta, I don't want to spend my money. That, that's, that's, that's valuable. <laughs> right, right. But you can, put, you can put that value into mm -hmm. something. Right. That benefits you. So, boy, go ahead. And oh, yes. What we're talking about, Ephesia, is actually is debated, but I think it was a city. There's some people believe it was a city or it was a uh, it was a county or it was a, a, a district or whatever. But uh, anyway, the city, its history is very fascinating. I did a little study when I was uh, looking all this on the phone. I was looking. I was like, man, where is it at on the map? And I was giving a little history. I think it's in Asia. Yeah, it is. Well, that's what I did. I looked it up. It's in Asia. It was in modern-day Turkey. Like, if you look on the map, it, it was right off the Gulf. And this city was actually a Greek colony, if my understanding was right. It was like, because when the Grecians were starting to colonize, they went outside of Greece. 
for whatever reason, they said, well, hey, we're going to leave and go make our own little colony, our own little they country. They did just like America did back in uh, the 70s. Well, yeah, when we well, left England, yeah, we, we left did England, our co- yeah. yeah, and so they started colonies. They went all over, and it was independent, though. They had their own little kingdom or their own little thing going. So anyway, these are one of the cities that was a Greek colony. It was started by the Grecians. It was under it was under Persia, it was under the Grecian Empire, and then finally now it fell under the Roman Empire. So the time when uh, Paul's writing this letter, it's part of the Roman Empire, half of Turkey at that time, to Syria. It was part of the Roman Empire. But the reason why the city was so wealthy is because of its trade. It, the way it was located, a lot of people would go up to their trade and they would stop there. Like, for example, if they're bringing trades of wine or... Or it was a port would, city, right? And they will go there. They will go rest, and they will sell their art. They will they will rest there and go bring their products to other ports, whatever. So it was a, that's why it was so wealthy. It was a very in Paul's day, it's nothing now. Well, but, it, it would be the it would be the same. You can yeah. uh, compare to like New Orleans, maybe kind New Orleans. Of, yeah, New Orleans, yeah. a port city, and everything's yeah. high in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, on on a note though, and look, I'm not preaching prosperity. I'll never yeah, preach right, prosperity. Right, right. But you know, I hear a lot of pre preachers a lot of people say uh if you're rich you must be doing something wrong you're not look you can be a rich person and have christ because all these people were apparently very wealthy right even the christians probably yeah it was a wealthy city so you know on that note just you know if you see yeah. a rich christian huh hey, he must be preaching prosperity no, no he might have the right gospel maybe the lord's blessing him because he's preaching the right gospel it depends yeah well the, but the thing is this is what people got to realize and some well, people look, look, on one though spiritual blessings yes they came to christ they got spiritually blessed they were redeemed they got spiritually right. blessed and like, I'm, like i said i'm not i'm not preaching prosperity like hey send us twenty dollars god will send you twenty thousand i'm not doing that right. but i'm just i'm just bringing a point that that sometimes if, you, if god finds you look god might say to all these people that were in this church man they can help out look i heard mm-hmm. kevin wallace say that he said mm-hmm. we have people in here that write thousand dollar checks at a time thousand dollars and he said there's some that can't even rub two pennies but they give the two pennies that they try right. to rub it's the heart it's the heart of the it's you know, just imagine if they didn't have no rich christians just being blunt mm-hmm. can you imagine how hard the, ch- the church suffers already with people not giving money rich or middle class yeah rich mm-hmm. or middle class imagine if they had no rich christians mm-hmm. oh and a lot of people the bible says sell all you have it, god only told certain individuals to do that right well this is what people are going to realize because you're poor it doesn't mean you sin because you're poor and it doesn't mean you sin because you're rich either you know some people think some people think everybody has to be rich yeah, but, and but not that's not what the, the bible teaches is god don't look at what you possess exactly no, no. god exactly. looks it's at here. god right. looks well, at it, goes, heart it goes of a back person. to the, it goes right. back to the text right. the redemption in christ right this is paul showing look you are you're wealthy great god bless you but you're not using Mm-hmm. your spiritual wealth because we mm-hmm. all have spiritual wealth here we all do mm-hmm. every one mm-hmm. of them and it goes mm-hmm. to the point where it says in verse 4 just as he chose us in him mm-hmm. before the foundation of the world that we should be holy without blame before him in love having predestinated <coughs> us to adoptions as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasures of his will to praise of glory of his grace by which he was made accepted in the beloved basically saying look this was predestined before you even were thought of mm-hmm. god god had this plan before and i had one commentary say that earlier god wasn't surprised about the fall of man he knew it was coming mm-hmm. so look if adam and eve wouldn't have ate it somebody would have uh, i'll say it this way god had god tried plan a but he had a plan b to put in place when that right. that's right so but you so know. but on that note this was all predestined look even before mm-hmm. so was, was here, here's the thing about the predestined thing 
he whenever he created man he knew that they would fall but right. he had a plan in place so he right. had the redemption before the fall so uh whenever he said he predestined us to be adoption to be adopted that as predestined sons. means he he had it that way that way his salvation plan would work yeah that's so, exactly uh, what it was so means. he he knew jesus was gonna right. be the way for right. us to have eternal yeah. life yeah and he knew that uh if we were covered by the blood of jesus that we would be uh forgiven accepted, of our sins yeah forgiven of our yeah. sins accepted as sons and daughters of of god himself no. and um and so that adoption plan was created before the the foundation of the world and so that we're we're full of the uh the the glory of being able to be sons and daughters of christ and um you know just as uh just as jesus was the beloved son of god it says in verse five that uh or verse six that uh we are accepted as the beloved mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm but if you look at verse exactly. seven, the, which uh, verse seven says it very clearly in him, we have redemption through his blood, <clears throat> the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made a bow towards us in all wisdom and per- pardon, having known prudence, to, uh, prudence, correct. Um, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which his purpose is himself. So basically what they're saying is, look, you have grace and it's made, we were made accepted, but only by the blood of Calvary's cross. Jesus. And, yeah. I was going to say something. Jesus is the first fruits of the redemption plan. You know, he went to the cross. He died. He's the first fruits of what's coming after him. You understand what I'm saying? Um, but can I read something right here, Isaac? Sure. sure. Um, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may pro- proclaim the exceeding of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. We were called by him, chosen people, a royal priesthood, holy and blameless a holy nation and blameless. You know, I, I was reading something, and and I was reading this. I read this in the book of Jeremiah, and I was reading some passages of scriptures, and it, it, it kind of brought me back to America and where America's at today. America has put out more literature and more Bibles and more of anything about Jesus Christ probably than any other country in our generation because we have more Bibles and more literature in this country and we have everything that we need to find out the information that we need and to preach the gospel. Well, look, 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 at, the, look at our friends, Carrie uh, and Erica. Um, we have our friends from India. Yeah, that's they, what I'm saying. You know, where all their Bibles where come from. It does right. not come from their whole country. No. That comes from, from the United from States. United States. You know, yeah. uh, I mean... You know, mm-hmm. and and I think when when you look when you read this scripture, I look at America. America was built on the foundations of the Bible. Well, America well, was built as a Christian nation. I want to bring a thought out before you go on, though. You said something in that passage of scripture, and I'm going to go ahead and let. Uh, I think Aubrey has something. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. Take our break. Um, but listen to this right here. You remember, he called us 
why did he call us? Because we went to him first. We went to See, him a lot first. of people use predestination as this and say, well, God called you. Uh, no matter if you were no, uh, no. lost, no. you still had to come to Christ because yeah. God predestined no, you no, to be saved. No. no, the reason no. he gave you that calling was because you ran to him. To him. He went, he did go find you. He did right. rescue you out. Nope. You know, that sheep, you know, a lot of people say, well, he goes after the lost sheep. He's using that as Who? an example. But Christ... The reason he called you, the reason he gave you a purpose was because you went to him. Like the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name the of the Lord, Lord shall, shall be, be saved. saved. Who's a whosoever? I'm a whosoever. <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever. I'm a whosoever. Everybody here is a whosoever. Uh, I mean, we got people in the world that's a whosoever. So the Bible says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So predestined means mm -hmm. that he had it planned before the foundation of the world. That's right. Okay? It was all planned out. You know, there was no, you know, uh, well, you're going to hell. He predestined you for hell. Oh, you're going to heaven. He prede no, it no. Don't, no, that's not no, what it it's about. That, what no, it's the salvation it's plan. It's the salvation plan. It's you had something, Marvin. Yeah, go ahead. And, and, and you know something? You know about whosoever? That's what people tell me. Who are you? I say, I'm, I'm whosoever. I'm a whosoever. <laughs> Aubrey, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, the, the church in Ephesus, it, um, it, it was full of the spiritual blessings because it knew the gospel message. Mm -hmm. It knew the gospel of uh, salvation, and they, they had that, and they just weren't living by it. But they, had, they, they could have shared that to everyone around themselves, and they could have lived in the salvation and been even more prosperous. Yeah, mm. because they had, and then that's where, I think that's where the ESV comes and says spiritual blessings because the result of them putting their full trust in Jesus Christ was the spiritual blessings that came. And look, it, look, just for this say like it's a spiritual blessing for us to have salvation. Yeah, one way that I, I have been thinking about it is, uh, well, sometimes whenever I pray, I pray, uh, help me, to, to live out the fullness of your love. And so uh, just as they, they were full of the spiritual blessings, they knew redemption, but if you don't fully walk in it, then you don't really have the fullness of God's love working through you. And so they had this great opportunity to walk in the, the spiritual blessings and to have the full love of God, but they, they uh, didn't fulfill that as much as they could. On the point. Oh, go ahead. Read this. <clears throat> okay. Read all of that. So that uh, way it gives a little bit of history. All right. Well, uh, this letter was written in church to the Philipp uh, Philippi, uh, the Philippian no, church. The Ephesians. The Ephesians mm -hmm. church. Uh, it was in prison. Rome, uh, Apostle Paul at this time was in prison because of Nero and stuff, or he decided to go to meet, you know, for, ju uh, for justice. Uh, so he was in prison. And he written it about A.D. 60 or, or A.D. 62. And he wrote it at the time. And most of a lot of your uh, um, books in the Bible, one, this is one of them was written in prison. So Paul says, I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. So it's amazing how God put him in prison. But this is where a lot of chunk of your Bible came from was when he was in prison writing to these letters. I'm these just churches. thinking of something, okay? Mm -hmm. Paul was in prison mm -hmm. and had all the spiritual blessings. Mm -hmm. He was using the gifts that God gave him. Mm -hmm. And he was he was activating because why he trusted in Christ and Christ alone. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, yeah, they did believe in Christ and Christ alone, but the Ephesian church was wealthy. Mm -hmm. 
but they still and they they knew the lord as Aubrey said they were saved they were i believe they were filled with the spirit but they weren't walking in the fullness mm -hmm. of what christ gave them mm -hmm. so yeah it, the example right here a man in prison mm -hmm. that had nothing mm -hmm. had the fullness of god because what he put his what he placed his faith solely on mm -hmm. then you had emphasis that they had a lot of money they had a lot mm -hmm. of finances mm -hmm. but they didn't know in him as verse 7 says we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace they you didn't know, understand that fully I, i'm gonna share something with y'all what boogie read right there i went through them epistles and i started looking at them at what that paul had wrote most of the epistles paul wrote most of them just about all of them was he spent prison? time in prison yeah he was you writing know, he he wrote in prison most of those epistles and the epistles that he wrote he was writing to the church so God put him in prison. You know, so to God us. put him mm -hmm. in prison to mm -hmm. write, and he wrote more than two thirds of this New Testament. Most of the epistles, on, he wrote more than more than two thirds of them. On that note, we're gonna go ahead mm -hmm. and start off. Uh, take a break. We'll be right back after this short break from the from the crew. Hi everyone, my name is Anthony James Hayes. You probably know me from Best from Brothers to Searching. And I'm so honored today that you meet me here. I want to talk about a little bit about my book. The first one I wrote was Journey of the Christians, From Dead Works to Living Faith, my very first book. It's about the story about me, pretty much going through things and how I overcome by the Word of God. And here is The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and Evil Stone. That's my second best book so far. And I want to take a little time to tell you about my second book mostly. The first one is about some children. They go to like an adventure. They go to see a new kingdom. The future, I guess you can say, of God and how he's going to restore the kingdom to Garden of Eden conditions. And they fight good and evil and light and darkness. So I encourage you to actually get these books. They're available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And then my second story, Liberty Man, a man who fights for freedom. And he takes off the chains of tyranny, of the kings of tyranny, off of him. So he finally gets free, and I hope you find out his journey and how he got free and so on. And then my third book, The Evil Stone, a man who actually turned to the devil, or he sold his soul to the devil for a powerful magic stone. And he had the promise of ruling the world. So I hope you enjoy these books. They're available. And they're family friendly and there's something you can learn with the Word of God. They're parables that you can teach your children and your grandchildren about. So I encourage you today to go to these places and I hope you bless and you enjoy these books. Thank you. All right, everybody. We are back from our break. We're going to hop right back into Ephesians and uh, we're going to keep on talking about how blessed the church is to have the redemption and the spiritual blessings and uh, the spiritual riches of Christ. Bowen, if you want to oh, go ahead, Bo, take go it ahead. away. Yeah, take it away, Bo. Take yeah. it away. <laughs> take it home. Look, 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 since you don't want to talk, I'll where, talk. Where did we stop at? Uh, we stopped on 10, verse 10. In oh, the okay. desperation it, yeah, of yeah, the fullness yeah. of time. I, I, yeah, okay. Uh, you got to forgive him, folks. Too, He's old. Yeah, I'm old and I'm, I'm wrinkled. <laughs> well, I want, I want to bring out some if you don't I, mind. I'm senile. <laughs> but if you read verse 10, listen to this. I believe it. <laughs> read verse 9 watch having known that to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself talking about christ bearing the cross and going to the cross for himself which look that's the only thing that was predestined was him dying on the cross just that, giving yeah, a head, heads right, up right there. right 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 and that right. the desperation of the fullness of time 
he might gather together in one uh, in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven, which are on earth in him. In him, <clears throat> we also have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be the praisers of his glory. Listen to how this verse 10 starts when it says, in the desperation of time, uh, of the desperation of the fullness of time, it's meaning disp- dispensation. Dispensation. I am tired. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, anyway, um, no, but in the fullness of time, saying, "Look, it, because he he predestinated the cross, he's also predestinating our salvation. Uh, not not as our salvation, but also our reward. Our reward. Because listen to how verse eleven says when he." Uh, I lost my place. In him, we also obtain an inheritance, praying, be destined according to the purpose of him who makes all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be the praisers of his glory. Imagine this, boy. I don't know if you thought about that. We Because he, cause he predestinated his crucifixion mm-hmm. and the salvation plan, we have the promise mm-hmm. of going to heaven. Mm-hmm. We got the promise of spending eternity. And look, just not us. He, verse ten said that he's going to bring everything together in in all things in Christ into one place. If you know, you talked about Revelation earlier. I think you brought yeah. it up already, huh? Can I go into? Yeah, that? yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. If, uh, Ephesians is in Revelation. Yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, what what I wanted to bring out in Revelation chapter two, it was um, they ha- they had left their first love. So, uh, yeah, I'll read Revelation chapter two to the angel of the church of Ephesus. Right. These things say. Says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. And you have preserved and have patience and have labored labored for my name's sake and have not become weary nevertheless i have this against you that you have left your first love okay i want to stop right there because uh going back to ephesians chapter one uh the this section uh about the redemption and about our spiritual blessings this is their first love yep so uh so in revelation God, God's just reminding him, reminding the church, like, hey, this was your first love. Whenever you first learned about the, about salvation, the redemption plan, that God had purchased you out of your your uh, your sins before the foundation of the world. They were in love with the redemption plan. They they loved that that Christ cared that cared about each and every one of us so much that He adopted us as His own children. And that's that first love that he talks about in Revelation that they had lost. And so uh, whenever Paul writes to them, he just he also reminds them of their first love. But but let, let's mm-hmm. ask a question, though. Revelation was written way by past Ephesians. past Ephesians. What happened between Ephesians one one and the last verse of Ephesians mm-hmm. to Revelation? Because look at look, remember, we all said Good Ephesians at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think even Paul was dead by the time uh, John wrote yeah. yes. the book. Of he, was the last one. he was the last one. Yeah. Um, but listen to this. Watch what he tells him. 
He said, first off, he said, I know your works, your and your labor and your patience, and you, you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. Basically, we're saying, look, you're preaching the truth. Mm-hmm. You're preaching the gospel. You, your, your works, your labor, they're good. You even are calling out false apostles. You're even calling out false preachers. You know the preachers that come on the street say, let me preach, and you let them preach. And you go, no, that's not it. No, that's, no, no, no that, that's not what Paul wrote. Mm-hmm. They brought that out. But then God had to, t- uh, then Jesus had to tell him um, in verse three, bear all those who ever you have tested. Yeah. And you have preserved and have patience and have labored for my namesake and have not become weary. Mm-hmm. So they, they were, they were still doing the acts of right. the gospel. They were right. still doing things for the Lord, but watch what the Lord says. Nevertheless, I have this against you that you left your first love. What was they talking about right there? Well, look, Ephesians, they had it. Mm-hmm. Paul was reading and now, now people can see where well, they were kind of maybe starting to slow out and get out of the Paul brought him back to the message of Christ and him crucified. Paul was saying, look, that going back to the first love, the reason you do these things is not to reward uh, yourself on earth. It's not to, you know, because you're already rich. You don't need no more good. Mm-hmm. You don't need no more stuff. But you, you don't need physical. You just need a spiritual birth going back to your first love, putting all your trust and faith in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Paul dies. They apparently somebody didn't take it. They they, they were keeping the message. Mm-hmm. You can go to a church that preached the correct message, mm-hmm. but are, is their first love targeted on the cross of Christ? Bowen, you said that when we first started. This is what you wanted to send around the cross of Christ. Ephesians, like I said, this, this is and it just thought about you know, I just thought of it. What happened from the book of Ephesians to the book of Revelations? They were still preaching the right message, but they forgot one important message, and that it was Christ and Christ alone for your salvation, for your sanctification, and your justification. Yep. Listen to this, and I'm going to read that. That's in the last, uh, this is in verse 14. But I want to read this. And while, and, and while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me. Wait from the pr- wait for the promise of the Father. Which is the promise of the Father? Who they were waiting for at that time? That's in Acts chapter 1, verse 4, Isaac, if you ask him where that is. Okay. Uh, who they were waiting for? Why did he tell them to stay in Jerusalem? What were they waiting for? They were waiting for the Holy Spirit. They're waiting yep. for the Holy Ghost. Um, and, and, you know, you know, you said something, Isaac, and I, I lost my train of thought, though. Golly, I'm getting old, man. <laughs> um, but they stayed in Jerusalem and waited for the promise that Jesus said would come to them before they went out and preached the gospel. Now, you said something about Ephesians. What did they do from the time of What did Ephesians do from that time when Paul wrote this letter to the book of Revelation. This is what I think, and, and I might be wrong, but I'm speculating, you know. Uh, my Ooh, little brain. My, both both use a big word. I, 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 I have to write it, it down. Get the camera, right. LB. We got to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Start writing this down. You start doing your Arby's wrapping up on you. I'm just, yeah. I'm just speculating. Always like the date. I, I'm just, <laughs> just kind of, you know, thinking about that. I think uh, the Ephesian church at that time before John wrote the book of Revelation, I believe they were serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe they were, they were serving the Lord. They were preaching the gospel. They were doing everything right. But somewhere before John wrote the book of Revelation, I believe, and, and 
guys, I might be wrong. I'm just, you know, I believe somewhere before John wrote the book of Revelation because Paul died before John wrote that right. book. Right. Oh, yes. Somewhere yes. before John wrote that book, the book of Revelation, somewhere the Ephesian church walked away from what they believed. What, or what? they walked away from the foundation that they had built on. Mm -hmm. And look, look, mm -hmm. the, Bible, the Bible's clear. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works, do the works or else I, I will, will come quickly and remove your, your lampstick from this place unless you, you repent. repent. But so, this you have that you hate in the so, deeds of Nicodemus, which I also hate. He who has it here. So apparently this guy. The backslid. The, the deeds of Nicolaitan. Uh, Nicolaitan. So now it can mm -hmm. go to a point like this, though, too, Bowen. First off, you brought up two good points right here. Right. I don't know if you noticed. Um, the Holy Spirit. Right. Wait for the promise of God. Yeah. Now, who the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are three in one. Right. So when you say go back to his first love, you're also saying go back to the Holy Spirit. Go back to right. God. Go back right. to Jesus Christ. Go back to one. the cross. Go back to the foundation. Right. So if you go ahead and say this, did the Holy Spirit, maybe they let the Holy Spirit out. Mm -hmm. Or it came to a point where these Nicolaitans, I can't mm -hmm. say the uh, word. Uh, uh, you about to make me think of Nicolaitans. Nicolaitans? But this group of people probably came in and said, mm -hmm. you preaching on the Holy Spirit, Aubrey? Mm -hmm. Don't you know that I went away with the apostles? You got a good point. They came and said, look, you can still do one of the good works. Because I've heard pastors say this too. There's, you know, there's more than the cross out there. Right. I heard that. Uh, I heard you that need that to be before. baptized to be saved. You need a matter no. of fact. I actually heard a preacher told me that one time. We talked to him, the one in St. Martinville. He told me he says, "I don't think the cross is enough." And, yeah, and, that, that and that's a danger. This, yeah. Look, mm -hmm. they could probably say that. Look, yeah, you mm -hmm. believe in the cross. You believe in the salvation of Christ. But we can add more well, things add, to it. We can add mm -hmm. the sacraments. You can add, you know, uh, more revelations to the Bible. And I think that's where the Lord, the Lord told john hey you need to write to these people because they are saved or they they're doing the works of me they're but holding they're taking the banner, false doctrine but they're not serving me they're not giving the full heart 100 look i know guys we live in america mm -hmm. and you see this all the time you have churches that become mega and look i'm not i'm not against a big church mm -hmm. i love look kevin mm -hmm. wallace's church jimmy swagger's church these are all mega churches and they preach I, true they preach true but you have like Look, I, I'm going to be blunt. John Osteen. Mm -hmm. Joe Osteen's daddy. I don't think John Osteen ever imagined his church being what it is today. Mm -mm. I don't even think he imagined what it was in his lifetime because he had mm -hmm. a lot of followers. Yeah, he had a But he was preaching the gospel. Yeah. When he got over to the younger man, Joe mm -hmm. Osteen, it changed all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And I think, they, they look, that's like a good we're example. speculating, like Bowen said. Right. We're speculating on what happened, but it, it's kind of mm -hmm. obvious that between the last chapter mm -hmm. of the book of Ephesians to this time that the Lord is telling John, write to them and tell them what mm -hmm. I'm writing. It well, they could have compromised. You got to realize the city of Ephesia was like a big port city and there was a lot of big worship there. Matter of fact, they actually worshiped uh, Di uh, Diana, you know, she was. She yeah, was, because you you're know, reading the book of Acts. Prince, uh, praise it to God of the Diana of the Ephesians. Yeah, she was she was a God of fertility. And matter of fact, they say that the last statue they they have of her is at the Vatican, and it is is a museum, I think, over there or something like that. But so it could have happened a lot of worldliness, a lot of false preachers and doctrines got well, mixed. Well, that's why that's know? why you got to be careful. You got to mm -hmm. be careful because look, we're talking about spiritual blessings. We um, all mixed. in in yeah. this. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna have the spiritual blessings if you fall away. Paul, look, and apparently mm -hmm. this was a young church Paul's writing to. Mm -hmm. Paul saying, "Listen, guys." You, 
You need to stay stay on that straight and narrow path. It probably was happening at the time of Paul. And when they read Paul, that, oh, man, we have to get back to the centerpiece, but which then is Christ on, and crucified. Yeah. I'm going to read something. And, and it, it brought a thought to me. And pretty much it would deal with us or the church today. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. What chapter and verse, Uh That's Second Timothy Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. L listen to this. And, and, and man, I read that in it. Do your best. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. In other words, the Bible also says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So that ties in with that. But listen to you know the other why, part of it. You know it. why it ties in? One little quick history. Paul, the age and experienced apostle, writes to the young pastor, Timothy, who is facing a heaven burden of responsibility in the church of, guess where? Ephesians. Ephesians. Okay. Ephesus. Yeah. But listen to the second part of this. A worker who has no need to be ashamed. No need to be ashamed. In other words, as we, as workers, we, we working for the Lord. We, we out there witnessing the gospel. We out there preaching the word. We out there sharing the truth with people. We are ambassadors for Christ, mm -hmm. but rightly handling the word of truth, rightly dividing the word of truth, rightly preaching the word of truth, rightly sharing what is true in the gospel. Okay. We are ambassador Christ. We are workers for him. We are not slaves. We working with Christ to get the gospel out. We are handling the word that he gave us, which is the truth, which is the gospel that tells what Jesus did at Calvary's cross. Um, I, and, you know, I, you know, Isaac, I'm going to share something with you. When you look at what we're talking about right here, um, I think Ephesians, you know, Paul was talking to Timothy right here. But if you look at this. Uh, Ephesians were probably in the same predicament. Well, well, it was Ephesians. Remember I just said, Timothy yeah, was Timothy. the pastor. Oh, he was the pastor over yeah, there. he was the pastor okay, of that okay, church. Okay. And that's why you got, look, let's let's go. Ephesians sounds like a lot. <laughs> I, think, I think you can see a lot of churches sound like, like especially you can go through the seven churches right. of, uh, of Revelation, and it sounds like the modern-day American. How many churches done that? American churches, they start, they get a good pastor, somebody mm -hmm. comes in, or somebody starts whispering in the pastor's ears, and they have an older experienced guy come and tell him hey that's not right mm -hmm. then then something happens to get a new pastor and he, he you know he's mentored by this guy and that's what timothy did if you studied the book uh, the life of timothy timothy was a young man got probably saved at the age of 15 under paul's ministry mm -hmm. a year later going to back to timothy's hometown paul said you're coming with me mm -hmm. and i see god doing great things but even that, look what the battles Timothy had to fight as a pastor to stop false doctrine going in mm -hmm. there. Right. And, and, and like I said, what ha you got to ask the question again. What happened between the books Book. of Timothy yeah. to when John wrote, wrote to the Ephesian, church? the Ephesian church? Apparently, they lost their first love. They lost, their first they love. lost the foundation. Yeah. That's basically what they did. Yeah. They had a foundation. They built a house on it. They said the foundation ain't working. They picked up the house, moved the foundation, and put it on sand. Right. So, so they left Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's they, what it they, sounded that's like. That's what they did. They yeah. left the mm -hmm. cross mm -hmm. where they first got saved. Mm -hmm. They left the cross where mm -hmm. Jesus died because 
Jesus said in his word, you cannot build upon another foundation. You got to no. build on you that gotta foundation. You got to build on the rock of what Christ mm -hmm. did for us. Mm -hmm. Christ is the foundation. Christ is the rock that we build on. Mm -hmm. We can't form another foundation. We can't say, well, we're going to leave the cross and we're going to build our own foundation. Mm -hmm. But what does the Bible say? When the storms came and, and the, the winds, winds blew, blew and the waves and the rain fell, what happened to the foundation that wasn't built on the rock that Jesus laid for? That foundation crumbled. That foundation fell. Mm -hmm. That crown foundation was gone. But when you build, when you build on mm -hmm. Calvary's mm -hmm. cross, when you build on the rock, you remember Jesus told Peter, you are the rock. Not literally meaning that Peter was the rock, but he was giving Peter something to, he was telling Peter, you are the rock. You know, you're going to be a rock for the people. You're going to yeah, be. Yeah, you're basically going to you, be. You're, you're gonna, basically going to be a, 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 a stepping stone. A stepping stone. To the kingdom of God. Or a. A, a, a pebble. A, a, Pillar, a pillar yeah. in the church. You know, it could be in the church. But we, you know, I, I'm trying to bring out something right here before we close. We need to build on the foundation that Jesus left for and us. And which, that's why Paul, that's, that's and why and Paul that's said. that's what Paul's talking about. Well, that's why Paul said in verse 14, 13 and 14, in him you also trusted after you heard the word, the word of, truth, of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in, in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit, Spirit of promise, promise, who is the gener uh, who is who is the guarantor of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchase uh, purchase possession to praise of his, to praise of his glory so what paul what paul's saying look you heard the gospel you accepted it you were sealed by the holy spirit now you need to stand and you need to stand in that guarantee that what christ did at the cross was enough that's right that's and right. if you if you don't do that we look we can use their example i didn't know this was going this way but we can use that example of ephesians <coughs> excuse me where where ephesians started out right paul brought them under their wing Paul wrote letters, wrote a letter to him. Paul even sent them a pastor that knew the message of the Christ. Right. And you know what? They always felt like they were going away. And that is a warning to us. As believers of Christ, we need to, need to. Uh, working out our salvation. Uh, yeah. I don't believe that is like, oh, Lord, I want to do penance. Oh, no, Lord, I no, want to no, 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 That no, is no. saying being faithful being in what faithful, God has done, right, reading his word, right. praying, seeking him, yes. and being in him. To Because remember, the first love. Because remember, that's Jesus said, you're doing everything right. Remember, look, they did mm -hmm. everything right. Everything they were a, right. They were a, a spiritually religious right. church. They did they, everything according to God's word. Right. They, they did everything what they needed to do. But there was one thing that they left the first love. They left their first love. They left the rock. They left the foundation that they had built on. They left the cross. You know, and, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say this. And, and that's for anybody that's either listening or watching this. When you build. Mm -hmm. And you build your faith mm -hmm. and you put your trust in Jesus, you have to build on the rock. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, the word of God. Hey, listen, this Bible right here, this Bible has everything we need to build on that rock. If we just read this Bible, we study it, we take those words, and, and the words are not made to stay on the page. The words are made to put in our hearts. That's right. These words are made for us to live by. You know, I tell I told a person one time, I said, that Bible is a roadmap to heaven. Yep. Mm -hmm. I said, if you read that Bible and you do what it says and you put them words in your heart, I say, it's going to guide you straight to heaven. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I said, if you don't read it and you don't put it in your heart and you ignore it and put it on the shelf to collect dust, I said, you're going to burn in hell. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. You know, I'm not scared to tell people that. Mm -hmm. I've told people that already. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not scared to tell him that. Going back to Revelation 2. He said, "Y'all do everything right, except one thing. Y'all left my first love. Left your mm-hmm. first love. So you can do everything right in right, the church. Right, right. You, you can, you can, yeah. pray, you can sing, you can praise the Lord, mm-hmm. you, can, you can be a pastor. But you gotta you make be, sure that you're you on that be, rock. You have to make sure your first right. love is Christ. Well, right. it's just like if you look at a natural marriage, for example. Like for example, you see these couple, they're dating, they're in love. I mean, man, you could tell one, one of them, one of the couples can say, hey, the moon's cheese,' and he, him oh, yeah. or she believe it. Yeah, baby, the so moon much love. But watch, but it's uh, but." Uh, they get married, they're in love, honeymoon, few weeks and months, few years. You know, they they they, they realize, hey, we both got a sin nature, and we we rubbing in like some <laughs> we rubbing in like some uh, some goat. Yeah, you know, yeah. we put you know, no and, fighting all the yeah, time. and then that's why they see you got to kindle the fire yeah, of the yeah. romance because sometimes it can go down because yeah. you have so much you know. So that's the same thing with Christians. It can happen the same thing. We when we first get saved, man, we found a new land. You know, we found a, you know we exploring. Then after all, uh, it gets old, and I think that's what happened with them. They were all excited. They were all they into got burned it. out. They were and looking then, for the next great. They was looking yeah. for the great. Let next me know in the mean. Mm-hmm. Let me know when the moon turns to cheese, brother. <laughs> I want, I right. want some you, cheese. You are gonna eat it? Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on that note, we're gonna go ahead uh, waiting mm-hmm. for Bowen's moon to turn to cheese. <laughs> 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 Is it green mildew <laughs> or yellow? <laughs> or goat's milk? <laughs> that's gonna end this episode of Brothers Just Searching. Just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please hit that subscribe button, hit the bell on YouTube, and also hit the like and share button on Facebook. Also, the subscribe button on Anchor, Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, and many other platforms. You can find all the platforms on our Facebook page at Brothers Just Searching, well, BJS uh, Podcast on Facebook, and you can find our website, uh, brotherjustsearchingpodcast.wordpress.com. Also, a note, next week, we will be having our first ever best from brothers just searching uh lb is the statement of faith that's going to be coming up part one that is going to be the very first episode of brothers just searching uh we have some things planned out for next weekend so we will not be able to record but on that note we're going to go ahead and give you a blast from the past a blast mm-hmm. from the past it was even before aubrey and bowen, bowen. were there so yeah. y'all might have to listen I'm y'all we're gonna listen to it yeah, yeah. we have to listen it yeah. will be on youtube it will be on facebook it'll be on everything that we know we got a go lot on. you'd be surprised we have a right, lot of it right and after that uh we're gonna try something new uh starting the weekend after that we're gonna start giving you 30 minute episodes uh some things are we, we're trying to work out um so we're gonna give you one topic split it up into two parts and we're gonna start seeing how that works um if you have any suggestions or any concerns please email me at the Cajun Conservative Five at gmail.com or Brothers Just Searching Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll go ahead and we'll explain a little bit more. But we're going to start cutting our videos down to about 30 minutes. So yeah. we, uh, yeah. we're going to be working yeah. out some stuff. Uh, uh, when we started a few years ago, we had all the time in the world. Now it's starting to get cramped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we got but, uh, but we're still going to be bringing y'all Brothers Just Searching every week. And uh, also the devotionals are going to be every other week. So we're working yeah. out all the details yeah. right now. Uh, just wanted to give y'all a heads up on that. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and exit this episode of Brothers Just Searching. We want to thank you again for listening. Remember, hit the subscribe, follow button. We don't ask for money. All we ask is for a like and a share. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back and he's coming back soon. So don't be fade of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. Until next time, be blessed. Bye-bye.